Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast, Tales from the College Crypt. Today, we will be talking about our fourth topic, which is getting involved on campus. We have previously talked about a lot of stuff with internships and how you get involved with things after college or take your college experience and really make something out of it. But today, we're going to focus on how to make it worth it while you're actually in college. So today, I have invited my friend, Brian. Uh, I'll go ahead and have him introduce himself. So introduce yourself to us. My, as Josh mentioned, my name is Brian Trong. I am a, my name, I am a psychology major, minor in Spanish. I am currently a third year junior at UT, but I did transfer here. So I'm technically a first year at UT, but that's specifics. Yeah. yeah. Where did you where did you go before UT? So I transferred from Texas State University and San Marcos or San Marcos. Yeah. Depending who were oh, there. I went <laughs> yeah. there for two years. I uh, took the fall semester, fall twenty twenty off through COVID. Mm-hmm. And I transferred to UT in the spring twenty twenty one. So So how was the transferring process like? What was that like? I mean I, mean, I took the fall semester off, 2020 off, so I mean it's pretty simple. You just um, do applications. I mean, fill out your essays, fill up the, the to apply Texas. So I was like, oh, one we did, yeah, apply yeah. Texas. Mm-hmm. And it went smoothly. So went it, well, yeah. it was like a similar experience to as if you were just applying like out of high school. Correct. Yeah. Like okay. Cool. So um, whenever you transferred here and it was kind of like a new environment and everything, like what was the first organization that you got involved with? Okay, well, not count, I guess. Would you count a door like Texas Global? True. That, okay. I, yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Like a so, living learning community. Yeah. So when I so back in my old school, Texas University was part of a li- another living community for all your audiences not know what it is. Living community is a group of people who live in the same hall. They all take class together. Usually, you share a major. You share an interest, a passion. Well, at my old school, Texas University was residential college. And we shared like it's more of a family atmosphere. Mm-hmm. We had majors, people with a wide variety majors. So when I was applying at UT, I'm thinking, okay, let's see if UT has and UT does have. They live in their communities here. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, and I applied to I was interested in one transfer learning community at Jester Hall, and two, which currently right now, was at uh, Global Learning Living Learning Community, mm-hmm. which at a uh, Weiss Court LLB specifically. Yeah. But uh, this part is with Texas Global. Texas Global deals with all like your international needs. They do everything from working with visas, working with uh, education abroad, everything that. So with my specific call, I mean, right now there's 32 people accounted. Mm-hmm. No, it's 31. 31 exactly. Yeah. 31 exactly, including the RA. And it's about what the job is. The job is to put one domestic student, which means usually American student, mm-hmm. with one international student. Either they're on a exchange program, which are usually they're either one semester or four year, or they're four or they're international. So for four year programs, it depends. And after four years, it depends if they get landed internships or if they get sponsored a job, sponsored them. If they don't, then of course they head back to their country. But the reason why I joined was because. I mean, I'm an American. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've traveled around the world, but mm-hmm. it's just coming in. Austin's kind of like a national hub right now. I miss where if you're a national student, it's kind of like your first place you want to go when do your, depending on whatever program you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, it's kind of cool to meet people. And I kind of like the idea of putting one American with one national student around. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like the first org you could say I was part of. Yeah. Uh, my spring 2020 semester, I and mean, we had, we had all singles. 
due to COVID, but we had, I think we had, my floor, we had like seven, eight people. No, it was eight people, yeah. Yeah, during COVID. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was all, that was the first one, yeah. It was interesting, I liked it. And now I'm here for second straight semester or for second, I guess the year, whatever yeah. you call it, so yeah. So you think like, uh, for freshmen, would you encourage them to like join organizations like that, like for a unique experience their first year? Or? Oh, most definitely. I'd yeah. recommend for everybody. everybody. I mean, freshmen, yes. Transfer, like anyone in general. I mean, if you want to like, if you're a person who's like open-minded, you're curious, you embrace diversity, you embrace change, and you want to get to know people, doesn't matter if you're international or domestic, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But of course, I would say text global favors international students because one, sometimes it, yes, English is like, they know English. Like it's, I've seen a common trend. I can't speak for all international students, obviously. Mm -hmm. I've seen a common trend where they learn English as like their second language. Yeah. And they're pretty fluent. I mean, they sound fluent. It's the point where like, you're not gonna ask them like, do you have an accent? I mean, yeah, everyone has an accent. You're not gonna ask them like, do you know English? Cause like, they know it already. You, yeah. It's like they're almost bilingual, trilingual, or quadling, whatever. Yeah, you get to know people from other exactly. cultures and like other backgrounds. Exactly. Yeah. So besides that one, what's some other organizations that you've done on campus here? Okay, well, the second one I joined was, I'm not calling it right now, but it's called, it was Horns for Safety. Mm -hmm. So it's a, <clears throat> through everything right now with uh, George Floyd, Black Lives Matter, uh, everything from interaction to uh, police brutality, so I joined this org. It's uh, basically, it's called Horse Safety. It's group people, they partner with UTPD, your University of Texas Austin Police Department. Yeah. And UTPD themselves, they have a better rap, rapport with the uh, UT community. One, because they're not as well known. They're smaller people. Yeah. Like smaller people, they're small, like smaller group people. So yeah. small sample size. And two, they have actually better. Like UT students, prefer like it's com compared to like you like Austin PD which yeah. is not known to have a bad rap tape for poor around yeah. people yeah. in Austin etc and one tip I found is that so let's say like if you live in West Campus West Campus they call it, it's a big like uh, it's like a big traffic spot right now and if you call West Campus because like if you call West Campus their pair your operator pair you with either Austin PD Travis County PD or UT PD but if you're a UT Austin student and you request hey I'm calling, I need UTPD, they'll send UTP your, your way. Yeah. So I joined that in the spring. I dropped out of in the fall. Mm -hmm. um, another one I joined was uh, called LC3. Mm -hmm. It stands for uh, Leaders for Co Cultural Competency. And three is like the cohort. It's not three, I've got what it stands for, but it's. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I joined that in the spring. It's actually partners with Housing and Dining. There is another LC3 going on right now in this fall. I don't know who's in there, but uh, I dropped out of the other or I was about to talk about. I'm about to talk about a couple seconds, but these uh, this door, door with this org, their job is for you to like understand and be more like coachy competent. It's like at, what you ask, what that coach competent means? Well, coach competent means that you have to be more self-aware, interact with other people, learn like active listening skills, be able to, like elaborate, pay attention, like nodding your head able to reserve your judgments like whenever someone's telling you something you you don't quickly jump to conclusions jump give your opinions you actually listen yeah. you kind of like think of it's like a like you're say you're going to get food at a dining hall right you get you as like your plate or an empty bowl you're not gonna go you're not gonna bring your food with you to dining hall yeah right because yeah. you want to go with having no like think of it's like going in this like with you can go to any conversation you say you don't know anything at all 
Mm-hmm. And you're just like taking and taking information, just consuming information. Yes. So that's like compare it to, uh, that's third. But I'm not part of that one anymore because I graduated from the LC3 and I was able to go to LC4, which is kind of like a step up. <clears throat> and I joined this group where um, called LC3 Engagement, which their job is to recruit people into LC3. Or was it LC4? I forgot it now, but um, yeah. I dropped out of that as well. <laughs> but uh, now I'm part of technically two clubs now. One is I'm partnered with Josh, actually, technically. Yes. Yeah. With URHA, URHA, which is University Residence and Housing Association. Mm-hmm. And this is the basically the head honcho. This manages everybody, all residence halls around campus. Everybody's party. Every, if you live on a hall, whether you're a comics coordinator, all the way down to a fel- just a dorm mate, mm-hmm. resident, you're part of URHA. HA and specifically, well, Josh and I are part of, we're part of Hall Council. And there's Hall Councils all across campus. I don't know how, I forgot how many dorms are on campus, but Simply Gowers is during Wise Court, Residence Hall Council. We say during Wise Court because Wise Court, unfortunately, doesn't have a, a front desk. Yeah. So we kind of, so we, that's what we partnered with. We have, so we have access to Durham's front desk and, and I'm the president and Josh, I don't know if he's Josh said, but he's the secretary. I'm sorry, story. <laughs> story. <laughs> you can edit that out. Oopsies. It's okay. <laughs> you can be secretary too, honestly. I'm not going to lie. No, it's okay. Um, I was also wondering, like, uh, how would you say, like, what makes you want to join an org and what makes you want to leave an organization? That's a good question. Okay. Well, I'll take it, I'll take an example. I'll say, uh, think about Greek life. Mm-hmm. Whatever your, whatever your stance on Greek life, I would pick, why would someone join Greek life? Okay, one, because maybe you want to make more friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fine. I mean, let's say we all start freshman, or if you're trans, whatever your, your classification is, it's confusing. Yeah. But like, let's say you don't know any of campus, right? And you, and you're walking to one day and you meet some people say, hey, you look like you might fit in my organization, my Greek life, whatever, yeah. fraternity, sorority, co-ed, that's, it's confusing. <laughs> but uh, let's say you want to join, make friends, maybe you want to like, there's networking involved, so like I've heard store, I've heard information where like, let's say you're part of fraternity, sorority, you can reconnect with other Greek lives around campus and other universities around the world. Yeah. And you can join their parties. Maybe you like two, you want to go to party. Maybe you do like, maybe you want to just have fun, hang loose and do fun things in yeah. time. Maybe you just want to the opportunity to like be people like-minded people. And that's a club, right? Like, yeah. what is a club? A club is a group of people who are passionate about one thing. Yeah. I mean, Greek Lab gives that. So we should like join organizations for like a myriad of reasons, like whether to have fun or to just like get involved and like start networking with other people or make new friends or something like that. So I know also with like some of the organizations you've been a part of, you've like either left them or not want to be part of them. Like, what kind of makes what makes those organizations not seem appealing anymore? Well, the big thing is it's not against the organization in general, but just yeah. like with my life, it's like it's big as time management. Yeah. I mean, when I went to college, I think college students, the misconception is like you want to do everything. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, yeah, I mean, like, yes, you're no longer living on the quake. Well, Zoom University is student or So, of course, some people maybe still be living in the parents' house, but yeah. for students who are you living in an apartment, living in a a, Greek, a frat sorority house, living in an apartment, living in a dorms, etc. Right? You're no longer under your parents' roof. Yeah. So you have all this free time to do everything, but unfortunately, we're still in college. You got to do classes, right? So yeah. classes does come first for my. So for what happened to me is that I had one was scheduling conflicts, 
it's like yes these awards meet it like at night but sometimes you got homework two is just lack of interest yeah. sometimes like on people change every day like yeah sometimes you like something and let's say you just like hate it and you just don't like it anymore <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's like i mean three sometimes just like whatever your personal reason is yeah and me we're just like i just one i just i all the time in the world but two are just like what's interesting more so like yeah. it's it's really important not to get like too attached to organizations sometimes exactly because it's like if you need to leave them then that's okay you know it's important to like get involved but also like if you can't handle it with the time management then that's you know something that's totally acceptable but i also want to know like since you're in a lot of organizations how do you manage your time with your classes and your social life and your organizations and everything well, I tell people you gotta have something called balance. Mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta have like be able to balance your one year academics. Like, I don't depends. Like me personally, I'm in college I'm here at college to to excel in my classes and get my degree and do whatever the heck I'm doing in my life. Mm-hmm. And then two, you gotta be able to balance like a healthy social life. I mean, like you don't misconception is you go to college and you're studying 24 seven. That's a complete lie. <laughs> even yeah. if you're, even if like during midterm, like, okay, excuse midterms, finals, or depending on classes, right? But that's a strenuous information, but like mm-hmm. you're not studying all the time. So you yeah. gotta balance studying, having the social life, building your, like there's a difference between, I guess my take on friends. We all start at the same level. Everyone starts with strangers, but it takes that first interaction. Because you could be that first person to initiate. You could be best friends. You could be enemies. You could be lovers. Whatever. It doesn't matter <laughs> to you make that first interaction. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that's why I, I can go to that later. But uh, three, I mean, you got to be about sleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm unfortunate. I say it's too. I say sleep for the week. But mm-hmm. thing is, <laughs> I mean. All right. So I also wanted to know um, in balancing like your organizations and your social life and school, uh, how has your experience been? Like, how have you personally uh, been able to handle the experience? Oh yeah. One, when you think of balancing, I think of time management. So first thing first, you gotta make a schedule. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Whether yeah. not, whether not, you do go fight. I talked to this one girl today. She had like she, her handwriting is really good, and she color codes everything. Like she, she has like a pen. Yeah. For every class, and she remembers like it's kind of cool. I was asking about that, but uh, she does hers. She has paper. She has like she has her homework to do. She cross things out. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I prefer using online. Yeah. So I mean, I've done everything from right now. You just do Microsoft Word document, or Google Doc document. I say I do classes. I say like so. Right now, I have five classes. So I put my five classes down. So I got yeah. like psychology, Spanish, Spanish, a handball class. <laughs> yeah. Psychology. Um, Statistics and whatever other class class are. Mm-hmm. So I put like those classes down there and I put like, okay, what to do? And I put down, and I go to the syllabus, syllabi, syllabus, yeah. syllabi for all my classes. That's a confusing word. Syllabi yeah. of my classes. And I look at each syllabus and I figure out, okay, when is that due date for the class? Is it an exam? Is it an exam a test? Is it a homework? Whatever it is. And I put it down. I put like, okay, let's say it's, I got an exam on 9 30, whatever. Does that even date even exist? I don't even know. But, um, and then once I complete a task, I use the strike through and I strike it out. Yeah. And it's just like, in general, like it's like same thing as like you taking like a pen and you putting paper or whatever. It's like, you gotta be, you gotta have some method of knowing when your classes are, what to do, what meetings you gotta do. If you gotta attend office hours, you have to attend a club meeting, like each yeah. week got club meetings. 
and I'm gonna start working too, so I put working times too, obviously. Was uh was that something that you had built like a habit of in high school, or did you have to learn that in college? Oh, it was on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really on the spot. Yeah. Cause like it's something I figured out like you're like, hey, I I because like when I I'm my handwriting is not good at all. Okay. And, yeah. and I'm surrounded by technology 24-7. I mean, legit, I think I'm married to my phone. Like the other, how many other people in the world are married to their phones? Yeah. That's and then I'm in Zoom University of State for your classes all day, right? Computer. So I'm like, you know what? If I, A, I know my handwriting's terrible. Two, I'm running technology. Let's actually use technology instead of just playing games, watch YouTube all day. Yeah. And social media, right? So I actually made a schedule with that and I kind of just did it on the spot. So that's... So. Do you think it's like better to, I mean like, since we know that that's like a good skill to have with like balancing your stuff, do you think that's um, something that people should do in high school and then like bring to college or is it easy enough to just get started in college with that? It honestly depends. Mm -hmm. Depends on individual. Like if you're one person like me, I guess I'm kind of decent at adapting my situation. Mm -hmm. Like I'll take my accent for example, like for mm -hmm. me, I'm from California, so I've lived yeah. the majority of my life. Well, Josh, you're from Los Angeles. I'm from yeah. Northern California. Well, Northern, it's not even Northern, it's more Central. Yeah. So they call, it, they call it Northern, right? Yeah. And then I've also lived in Alabama and I've lived in Texas. And mm -hmm. I adapt my accent like immediately. So I kind of compare that to my school. It's kind of like, it's, you just kind of adapt to who you are. But some people, um, you ask if they need to pass high school, maybe you can even de start developing in, in elementary school too, even younger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you're the type of person who loves like writing on a piece of paper, writing on notes, I mean, yeah. start doing that. Start doing highlighting, start bold information, start doing different pens, color pencils, <laughs> adding stickers, yeah. or whatever you want to do. If you prefer technology, start doing it. It's like, mm -hmm. it depends on the individual. If you want to start now, if you're good at doing snapping finger, I can't snap a finger, but you can snap a finger like immediately and change yeah. it, it depends on you. So as you balance your organizations, like what are some of the benefits that you think are present with joining organizations? Oh, I mean, as I mentioned with the Greek life, I mean, definitely one is talk to people. Yeah. I mean, like my, I, I actually, I would say my talent is I'm pretty, I guess I would say I'm brilliant, but I'm pretty <laughs> awesome at talking to people. Like yeah. not like talking, but like being a conversationalist. Yeah. I mean, I walk up to anybody in the world and start talking to them. Uh -huh. I, I've gotten to the point where I just don't care if people need me. I don't care about criticism, judgments, yeah. being vulnerable. I just don't care about that stuff. It's just irrelevant to me nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I mean like, like with my example, like I, I joined the dorm like really late because I had problems with the, like the COVID test. I didn't know we had a COVID, COVID test. I did that. Even though we're all vaccinated, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. But I mean, the first day I held a meeting with like five people from my dorm, we got dinner. By the end of the first week, I think I knew everyone in my dorm, except for yeah. one people. And putting retrospect, that's about 31. 31 total. So yeah. all right. That's pretty impressive. So but. how do you, like, how would you recommend other people, like, make friends on campus, you think? Uh, I guess coming from me, it's really easy. I'm very mm -hmm. fortunate that I'm an extrovert. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, like, I, like, I have people asking my hobbies. My hobby is legit talking to people. Mm -hmm. That's what I love doing. <laughs> I enjoy doing. I'm passionate about doing. Yeah. And I'm really good at it, too. Yeah. But cause some of the people I've talked to, some people are introverts. Yeah. I talked to one person telling me that um, he's like, he's kind of like a, in a bubble. But once you talk to them, he kind of opens up. I mean, yeah. it depends on you. I mean, if you're the type of person to actively search out mm -hmm. and join the organization or a club, talk to people in class, live yeah. in a dorm, 
I mean, I've one is legit live in a dorm. I mean, yeah. as a freshman or if you're a transfer student, you don't know people, live in a dorm, man. I mean, there's all the there's all the problems going with dorms, of course, all the misconceptions, all the stuff about sharing community bathrooms, being yeah. roommates, horror stories, whatever. I mean, I mean, Reddit's all there. You can all look some information up, but it's like I tell people, like, legit, if you wanna, if you wanna, if you're a type of person who one like if you're type of person who one who loves talking to people or a complete opposite where where you sometimes need help talking yeah. to people or you want the opportunity where you might be the chance to meet someone talk to them then mm-hmm. join be a dorm i mean we're not for a semester for a year whatever i mean i've seen this plenty of times where like pe- people freshmen I, right now my friend's out so like he was i have an example his name's etienne he's at texas university i mean i was a sophomore he's a freshman and he was this guy's a clear-cut introvert. He loves staying in the room. He loves playing video games. Very super quiet guy. And then he met me, and then he got to the point where he thanked me, and his parents thanked me too for actually exposing him. Yeah. To like doing everything. Now yeah. he's like super yeah. happy, super outgoing. Mm-hmm. But then he moved to the apartment, and yeah. now he's telling me he's having a hard time meeting people. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I respect people who love their own, you need their bathroom. They don't want to have a roommate. Yeah. Sometimes it's a cost. Yeah, dorms expensive. UT is expensive. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you want to cook for yourself. Sometimes you want to have your own bathroom. Whatever your reason is, if you want to meet people, you're not going to meet people living in an apartment. Yeah. Unless you're actively going to party every single Thursday, <laughs> Friday, Saturday. Yeah. But uh, that's a different story. Or but, if you, or if you like to join organizations. Exactly. So, so that can be like a good way if you are not in the dorms to probably get involved with the community and everything, right? I mean, it's a, I mean, it's, it's a resource. Yeah. I mean, organizations are there. I mean, it's not for everybody, but it is there. It is there. Yeah. yeah. Sure. You meet people, meet people with mutual, mm-hmm. <laughs> shared interests, but passion. It's everything from chess club to a fraternity sorority campus, whatever yeah. it is. If it's, you have a shared passion with someone, you want to explore it, you're interested in it, you're interested in maybe networking, traveling, whatever it is, go to student organization. It's oh. like a billion on campus, Jordan. Some other ways of like getting involved. I, I want to know your experience with them. Like what's been your experience with volunteering um, on campus? Like, has that been a big thing for you? Or like, do you know other people that it's been a big thing for? I mean, the only really volunteer experience I've done would be doing what I'm doing now. Okay. I've done before being president. I've done this twice. It's my second time being president of yeah. all council. Right now, I'm honestly not doing much at all. My <laughs> vice president's doing everything. I'm yeah. sorry, the vice president's doing everything. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but I mean, because like we basically the same job. Mm-hmm. Like Madison, Madison's the vice president. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I'm the president. Mm-hmm. But theoretically, I'm supposed to be higher status, sir. But if you look at the constitution, we have the exact same rules. Yeah. Whenever back at Texas University, I was also president. Uh, Paul Collins president of Greta Brogdon Residence Hall. Yeah. And then, yes, I was president, we had a vice president, we had a treasurer, etc. right? But we kind of all work together. Like, we all count on everybody else. Like, if someone didn't get anything done, we kind of work together as a group. We're like, okay, we're going to get this done now. Yeah. So, like, yes, we have statuses, but, like, we're all at the same level. It's not like you have, like, an RA and you have a resident. There's different. So, like, a form of, of, like, volunteering can try and be, like, striving for officer positions like that's besides just like normal volunteering yeah at like uh something to do with your major like your nursing you know volunteering in hospital or something but it's important to like go for those officer positions too so i think i think that's really important i i also want to know like how do you think organizations prepare you for the future when you're outside of college okay so well the one but you mentioned officer positions right well, first thing I think of is officers, which I think of leadership. Yeah. 
right? I mean, then you ask yourself, what the heck is a leader? I mean, you can look on Google, but my definition of what a leader is, is someone, doesn't matter what your age is, doesn't matter how much experience you have, doesn't matter, it's about maturity. It's about your experiences. So as a leader, your job is, you're kind of like a mentor. You're there like you've done everything already. You've yeah. gone through this. Whether you've gone through this for like a day, whether you've gone for like 10 years, you have more experience than the next person behind because they're asking for help. Yeah. I mean, you're like their teacher, you're their tutor, you're their mentor, maybe you're their guardian, whatever, depends on the situation. But you're there to teach them the tricks, the nuts, the bolts, the skills, whatever, to help them be what you are. Yeah. And whatever you're doing, it depends what you're doing. If you're an yeah. officer of club, if you're officer of hall council right now, mm-hmm. what, you, you could be anything from, I guess hall council, you anything from a floor rep, the president, whatever you are doing, if you're an officer, call it everything from member to all the way up down the president. It doesn't matter what are you doing, but if you're just there to help people out, you're doing your job effectively, you got time management skills, you're prioritizing work and your studies and your club as well. Yeah. Memorization, yeah. and people, and think of officers, people elect you too. These are elected positions. Yes, it's volunteering, but it's elected. People mm-hmm. like they want you to do it. Yes. Yeah. So they actually put their trust in you. And the faith in you that you're gonna do quote unquote good job or acceptable job. I yeah. mean, yeah, when you when you go club, it's all so it's all it's voluntary. Yes, like sometime the club there's membership, but usually it's you make a choice, you read the list, and you say okay, is a membership fee? Is there like whatever it is? You see that and you join it voluntarily. So yeah. if you come in, if you choose to want to get an officer, you make that choice. So you apply for it. People elect you. I mean, right now, Josh and I are trying to be apply for a uh, resident assistant, I yeah. guess, right? Yeah. I, mean, you, yeah. I mean, that's like leader's goal. I mean, yeah. If, oh, we, yeah. Yeah, if, we give, if Josh and I give an opportunity to be one, we become a leader. doesn't matter how old we are. doesn't matter how long we live in halls. But like these people could be like older than us, but they still look to us because they see us like sad. They see RA, you see on your door, it's fancy lettering. Yeah. They see RA everywhere. And so you're, you're a leader. I mean, I guess besides leader, ship roles i mean yeah two i mean it's like time management responsibility organization but that's all pretty similar leadership oh yeah so those are some of the skills that you can join or that you can learn from joining organizations you can learn like you can learn leadership you can learn organization you can learn how to get involved with people socialize with other people uh i would also say like uh, what would be what would be like a, a way to, where do you find organizations? Like what would be a way to find them? Like do you find them through friends or do you find them online? Or like, what's the best way to find them? Well, all of the above. I was thinking specifically with UT Austin. Yeah. I mean, uh, the big highway that UT Austin students know is Speedway. Well, commonly known as Speedway. It's actually, the street's got Speedway too. Yeah. But I mean, it's a big area between Dean Keaton and all the way down to near at Bland Museum of Art. I mean, yeah. people are like, putting all their event I mean people were like tabling there they've had tabling events people would sit there like for hours and they have those signs up usually it's majority of fraternities and sororities but they have other clubs too that are active members I mean you could do that there's a link called hornslink.com they have all the organization on campus yeah I mean as you mentioned Josh mentioned word of mouth yeah I mean just knowing something I mean like that's everything word of mouth networking yes, right yeah just knowing somebody I mean you think of networking I mean yeah you can it's someone to help you with a job later in life, right? But it's also friends and the network. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever your social service is. Yeah, just get out there. I mean, you got to make the effort to try. Yeah. I yeah. mean, life's not like, life's not on a civil platform anymore. 
your parents no longer push you to do everything. You gotta push yourself. Yeah. So if you wanna join it, you gotta, whatever you gotta do, you gotta do it to do it. Mm-hmm. Just get it done. And th- these are all like resources that we can take advantage of that are on the campus. So like, Correct. even if the school's not necessarily like paying like organizations or like making organizations itself, it's like the fact that there are student-based things happening here, it's like only you get access to those. Other, other people from other schools can't do that, you know what I mean? Correct, Or they, yeah. they have their own or something like that. So have you ever had like an idea to start your own organization or like if you did, what would it be? Me personally, I have not had an idea to start organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, to answer your second question, I don't know if I could answer it because <laughs> yeah. I don't know because I, I can't even answer the first one. But yeah. I'm gonna say no, I can't. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. no. I, like when I was like, because I just go, I went to Orange League. I heard about it too, and I'm like, just go through. Oh, it's not just like a lot of fraternities, sororities. I'm like, you join something. I mean, yeah. word of mouth here too. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking to friends, but like, I just never had a need to like think about what I want to do because like, if I something that I want to do, it's probably already there already. Yeah. True. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But then there, there also is like that possibility if, of course, you, if you're yeah. a freshman here or if you're like coming to this school, like if you want to create something, that's also something great about UT is that you have the ability exactly. to do that. You have like the environment that allows you to kind of get that done. Um, also with student jobs, have you ever had any student jobs here on campus? Oh, I actually am about to start my first job here on campus. Uh-huh. Working for Surewalk. Surewalk is... Okay. Uh, I'll uh, put an example is uh, I just got hired like legit last week and I start training tomorrow. Yeah. Well, whenever this recording is. Okay, I'll say the date would be October... Well, today's the 16th. October 17th. Okay. Is my head training. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, whenever... So, but uh, basically, think about like, say, if you're by yourself and you're... Uh, let's say you have PCO, which is the library at campus, mm-hmm. and you're there at like 12 a.m. between the hours of 7 p.m. and 2 in the morning. Or yeah. 3 a.m. Wherever the it runs in, and let's say I mean, me, me personally, I walked on campus, and it's dark. Yeah. Oh, 7 p.m. Definitely. It used to be 8 p.m. Now it's 7 p.m. because winter's coming up, right? Yeah. I mean, it's pitch black. I mean, like it's quiet. There's no one around you, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's sometimes quiet. You can't even hear the crickets. I mean, it's kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there is this camp. There is one of the resources we have. One of them is called Surewalk. What you do is you fill out a form. Mm-hmm. Submit a Google form. You put your contact information in. Someone would contact you, and usually they'll be driving like these little white vans. Like, it's not, yeah, white vans has orange lettering on it. So sure, work on it. And these people that work in teams, mm-hmm. and their um, basic goal is to get you from plan A to plan B safely. It's on campus exclusively. Is what yeah. it is. And I mean, I'm about, I just got hired to do it. I start training. Anna's mentioned that date. I mentioned October 17th. Yeah. But. Uh, I mean, I'm excited to do it. Like, I, I, I mean, like, one, I'm not doing anything from hours of 7 p.m. at 2:30 in the morning, even studying. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's funny, right? But too much. I like to help people. I mean, I love. I'm yeah. like on the job. Like, yeah, yeah, you get professional. But I guess like you could talk to people. I mean, you work. Like, you could talk to your coworkers, make those connections. You could mm-hmm. talk with. Like, there's like there's policy too. It's like if someone's feeling uncomfortable in any way, you have to pull it right away. Like, there's a lot of professionalism the job mm-hmm. and two gives me some leadership roles i mean leadership, yeah. again so another big thing <laughs> leadership some experience whatever it is and how did you get involved with sherwalk like how did you uh, start doing that oh so actually there's a company called handshake okay is the yeah. big thing yeah. i mean it's similar there's one affiliate for ut austin mm-hmm. and i was scrolling through one day i'm like you know what i might need a job and i was looking for a part-time job in the company 
right yeah. now. They're actually hiring. Hiring right now. Wow, okay. Yeah, they're, I think they're after closed on October 26th. I mean, get paid 12 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. You only work at 15 hours a week. It's nothing. Yeah. No. And doing hours where it's like you're doing hours where you're probably studying. And studying means you're probably watching Netflix, going to a <laughs> club, going to a bar. Yeah. Playing video games, so we yeah. know what that means. Yeah, we're not studying good times, but uh, let's see, got it, of course, exams, obviously. But um, yeah. I mean, I was interested one day. I applied, got in, and um, I'm excited to start. I mean, I looked at the draw. I was only surprised I got in, but uh, I mean, I my, I mean, my answers were super honest. I was super honest with my interview. Mm-hmm. It went well. I mean, I got hired. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to start. But uh, yeah, I just want to help people. Just be a resource, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, another thing I'll say with Sherwalks, another one's called, uh, they partner with, uh, so if you're off campus, right, you gotta get home, it's some, part, Lyft partners with, it's like, like Night Ride, something, I forgot what it's called. Oh yeah, Night Ride. Like, yeah, yeah, Night Ride, I, yeah. I believe it's called that, yeah. I've never used it before, I've never used Sherwalk personally, but I mean, I'll start using it, I'll be driving the vehicle, obviously, yeah. or the passenger, but, uh, I mean, if you're off campus, just like, it's there, it's a resource. So, student so. jobs are definitely, like, another great way to get involved and kind of like get to know your campus and get to know the people around you. So I, I'd probably say for the, for like one of the last things I wanted to talk about, it's like if you don't get in to like an organization that you want to get into or something like that, like how should you handle that? Or how do you go about handling that? I mean, me personally, I don't have any experience with that, but I'll say an example, <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah. I mean, if let's say you're joining a, this club and you don't, and you get rejected, I mean, it's like same thing like, I mean, rejection is normal. Yeah. I mean, when, like in the words of Queen Ham Montana, nobody's perfect. <laughs> I mean, life, sometimes life just doesn't go your way. Yeah. And I was saying it is like, uh, I mean, the, there is a swear word, but I'll use my, you can use context clues, but things yeah. happen. The regular term is things happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. I add, well, yes, I add yes. things don't happen too. Uh-huh. That's what I add too. It's yeah. like, it means, so well, it's like, it's, I mean, you can say it's not as deep, but God, it gets kind of deep. Because yeah. you think it's like, Sometimes just things just don't go your way. Yeah. And sometimes things do go your way. Exactly. So exactly. in terms of like applying, I mean, you apply for a job. So apply for college. You're applying for an org. Sometimes you get rejected. Sometimes you get accepted. Yeah. And I mean, it depends on the right situation. Right now. Yeah. Right. It's and it's ways to just. I know it's easy to say, but just, mm-hmm. just move on. Honestly. It's it's <laughs> it's about I think, in the grand scheme of things, it's it's about putting yourself out there. Exactly. Whether it's like an organization, a student job, friends, social life. It's all about like putting yourself out there and getting as much as you can out of college. Yeah. So I I think that's a I think that's some really useful lessons today, and uh, I think we learned a lot more about like getting involved today and everything. So I just wanted to thank you, Brian, for being on my podcast today, and uh, yeah. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Of course. Anytime. All right, everybody. That's been the fourth episode of Tales from the College Crypt. See you next time. Have a great day.